Hi, everybody. This is really important. This new limited coin, it's only going to be up for a short time. I really want you to have one. Please help and invest in truth right now. We need you. All hands on deck. We also need this show to expand. We also need this show to show, shore itself up against all the attacks that it's undergoing online and with everything else we're having to deal with right now. Please help Freedom of Speech. We're one of the very, very rare shows that's still on the dial that gets to say what we, we get to say what we want. We don't have uh, a bunch of people telling us what parameters to stay in or what to talk about. So if you like the show and if you want us to keep going, please help us out and go get a collector's coin or a couple of them. Please keep us on the air. And it's the only fundraiser we've done in 10 years. And it's modeled after the first coin ever, ever uh, done in the United States, Lady Liberty. It also says, be faithful, be fearless on it, because we're going to need that message more than ever now. Please go to katedallyradio.com and get a call. Remember to eat your fruits and vegetables. We all remember these words from our childhood. But how does anyone have time to buy, store, prepare, and eat enough healthy fruits and vegetables in our busy lives? Balance of Nature keeps it simple. Our produce is powdered after an advanced vacuum cold process, which stabilizes the maximum nutrient content. The produce is then mixed into a scientifically researched blend designed with your body in mind. Once these blends are encapsulated, they are packaged and sent right to your door so you can get all the benefits of a colorful variety of fruits and vegetables every day. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-2468-751. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code KATE. Collector's coin while... Hi, everybody. This is Kate. Hey, go to preparewithkate.com. Right now, you can get some food storage in your home, and you can get such a savings on it. You can get a three-month supply with $150 off, or you can get a four-day supply uh, for $297. There's some great deals right now, and the best part is you can actually pay over time, but get it in your house right now. So I'm I'm really letting you guys know, preparewithkate.com. It puts you right into Patriot Supply. They're a fantastic company with fantastic products products. And I urge you to go ahead and get some food now as prices are going to be doubling and scarcity is going to be happening. So please get some food under your roof. Prepare with Kate.com. Thanks guys. Hey guys, Kate here. Hey, I just wanted to make sure that you realize the pure body spray, the zeolite spray, there's an ad for that on the bottom of my homepage. You guys might want to grab that. In fact, I'm seeing a lot of really great results from it. This is the one my daughters turned me on to and they give it to their kids, but also for older people as well, um, because of the metals in our body, the things that are uh, so toxic, they think this is what's causing all the Alzheimer's and dementia to happen. And so if that's the case, this pure body spray, all you do a spray it in your mouth tastes like water you don't even taste anything and a couple times a day and it adheres to the metals and the toxins in your body and takes them out and so this is an important spray with everything going on all of the things showering down on our heads and everything else this is something that you're going to want in your arsenal so i highly highly recommend this uh pure body zeolite spray okay uh, make sure and go to the link on the bottom of my homepage.
you'll feel better, less brain fog, all kinds of different things that you'll see from getting those toxins out of your body, your liver, everything else. Zeolite spray is amazing. And this is the purest form on the market. So make sure and get it. They last. Thank you. The proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show, Lionsgate Recovery. People in recovery, helping people find recovery. In a world where you can be anything, be someone who doesn't repeat media sound bites. The show starts now. If re-elected, would you increase the frequency of garbage pickup? Well, citizen, that's an excellent question, and I thank you for it. I think it's great we live in a town where you can ask questions. Because without questions, we just have answers. And an answer without a question is a statement. Oh, I like him. He looks me in the eye. (laughs) I love that one. Uh, How are you today? Well, uh, I just got off the Alex Jones show. I had Eric Peters on. We talked about a lot of things and some of the things we talked about on the show um, and a few more uh, newer things. We were just talking about, you know, the best car, the best cars to get and, and mid 80s go go mid 80s or lower if you want a car that doesn't have the technology that can be affected by a grid shutdown or any of those things. So we just talked about a lot of stuff and uh and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say open phone lines in this hour because I really want to hear what's on your mind. Number one, I'm, I'm, I've been getting a ton of messages about the ballot and about uh, elections and, uh, you know, who, I, who are my preferences and Uncle Milty's preferences. And uh, again, um, the, I'll, I'll, do this, I'll do this again. Mike Lee would be the only... <laughs> that yes on Mike Lee. Okay. I, I can't imagine somebody, and I hate to say this because I don't want to poke f- real fun at people, but to be dumb enough to fall for heaven again, <laughs> he was already out there and already we found out that is where his money came from. And it was the leftist. And we already knew that he didn't pay his bills from the 2016 debacle that he threw himself into. We already knew that the news catered to him and presented him as a viable candidate, never asking one single question. Had they be, had they, well, you would have known um, all of those things. And, and so he's uh, McMuffin breakfast sandwich, as we call him is a, is a total liar. I mean, the guy's a scumbag. He's CIA scum. Okay. And why in the world would you want to put somebody like that, that the Democrats even said, oh, we're not going to run anybody because Evan's running. (laughs) They love him for a reason. And uh, these leftist progressive globalists. And so why would you ever cast a vote for Evan? Come on. Just cast a vote for, you know, for Mike Lee. Mike Lee is actually going to be in the area. I think the event sold out. I think he and Glenn Beck are going to be here uh, for an event uh, in Washington City. But I think it's sold out. And so, look, he's making the rounds right now. Mike Lee is because he's trying to let people know. I would put out your vote on social media. I would say, you know, blast your votes because then you really get to see what people are doing and how people are thinking. And it won't be what you're told in polls. Trust me. And it won't be what the media is telling you that you should be thinking. Okay, Um, start blasting that out everywhere. I want to see I voted for, you know, yada, 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 because I want to see people put that out there so you cannot escape the fact that all your neighbors and all your friends and everybody you know, you know how they voted because of the fact that election fraud, this is why they uh, do the tight races, is to get us to think that that other candidate won because it was a tight race where it wasn't. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You're live. Hi. Hi. I am going to write in Miss Kent. Yes, good. Patricia Kent. No, that says auditor. No one that is... 
auditor. That no one yeah. has asked mm -hmm. uh, Chris Stewart or Mike Lee, mm -hmm. uh, who is Mike Lee going to vote for for Senate president? Mm. Or to make it easier for him, mm -hmm. will he vote for McConnell? Yeah. And Chris Stewart, are you going to vote for McCarthy? Mm. I wish someone would ask him before Election Day. Yeah. Because that is going to determine whether or not I will vote for him. Ah, okay. All right. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Um, here's the deal. Um, here's the deal. I would vote Cassie over Chris Stewart any day of the week. <laughs> so Cassie Easley of the Constitution Party, I would vote her in. I would cast a vote for my conscience says cast a vote for Cassie and not Chris Stewart because Chris Stewart uh, for now 10 years, over 10 years now, has not performed or done anything really in the best interest of liberty. Okay. Um, he had his little ghostwriter write really wonderful books. And that's about the, that's about the extent of it. And, and when you look back at the 10 year career now, and believe me, I have, I can roll tape. He calls Trump Mussolini. He says he admires Bernie Sanders for his honesty. I mean, he has, he's done some pretty incredulous things that, that are not good. And, um, and also, he's voted for every NSA spying bill. He even voted for uh, school officials to be able to go into your home to, um, to analyze you as a parent. I mean, Chris Stewart has done those things. He voted for almost every single omnibus bill presented him, every bit of spying. But then what he does is he goes, well, I'm in, I was in the Air Force, and here's an Air Force story, and I'm going to put on my boots, and, and I hope you like me because now you'll think I'm conservative. I just don't like that. That's just lying. It's just lying because he doesn't have a great score for representing the Constitution. And we're in a conservative neck of the woods down here. Can't we offer up somebody that has a backbone and somebody that'll stand up to this instead of just being the Republican Party puppet, the rhino puppet, the neocon puppet? Come on, we're better than that down here. And we keep hiring a neocon? Why? Why? When COVID hit, he was very silent about your liberty, did not care you were getting shut out of your businesses, did not care about any of it. He's never stood up for anything in his whole career. And I used to support him in the beginning of his career. I actually introduced him at events. Now I'm so embarrassed because look at what's become of the last 10 years. This is why Glenn Beck, I know they're buddies now, but he called him out on the air and said, you're playing the games, Chris, stop it. Because he was, he was doing the whole neocon, I'll do whatever I'm asked to do thing. He's a little mouse and he will not stand up for you when it counts. And everybody should know that by now. It's been 10 years. There's no excuse. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? All right. Hey, uh, your previous caller was saying he wanted to ask Mike Lee about who he was going to vote for. Mm -hmm. Senate leader. And um, he'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. All he yeah. has to do is show up and ask him. Right, right. Uh, yeah, in fact, uh, I, I think the event sold out, but um, thanks for that, though. Look, uh, you can ask away. Um, uh, so, I, you know, here's the deal. <laughs> if they don't have a good career in politics, then stop letting them have the job. It's that simple. This isn't... I, I don't know why we, we have people in politics forever. Now, your rhinos, Victor, Adam, and Gil, okay, your county commissioners. I can't cast a vote for them in good confidence. 
they've done nothing for liberty and freedom. Um, so I can't cast a vote. And uh, write in Pat Patricia Kent for auditor. That's a no-brainer. Marlo Oaks for treasurer. I'd probably go with him. You could go with a libertarian too, but I think Marlo would be probably pretty pretty decent in that role. He's been standing up to a lot of good things. There's um, um don't don't put in Page Peterson the Supreme Court Utah Supreme Court. Okay, when it gets to the higher judges, um, she's awful. She's terrible. Get her out. Do not retain her. But the local judges, several of them are just more like traffic cops. Then, and then two judges, just you can keep those. Those are okay. But the Paige uh, Peterson, terrible, terrible, terrible judge. And uh, awful. So uh, she's, the, she's the higher up. She's the Utah Supreme. Okay. Get her out. And I'm um, trying to think who else. I can't vote for Joe Ellison because I know he didn't win. And the fact that he won't stand up with enough character, I'm sorry to say that about him, but it, that that's pretty lacking in character if there's that many questions about your race and the city and county fail to look at election fraud. That's why I want Susan Lewis out and the commissioners out, but and, and so much more than that, but that's the biggest thing. Um, Joe knows he wasn't the winner. I can't vote for Joe. I can't put a vote for somebody like that. He's just writing it out to get in. And uh, I would be saying, count my votes so that I know I won. You're not hearing that from Joe. Joe hardly campaigned. There's no way he won that race. And uh, when they did the sampling, Willie Billings won it at 60%. That's pretty big. That's a pretty big dis uh, discrepancy. Okay. <laughs> election fraud is real and election fraud is happening. And it happens inside the computer, not when you cast the vote. So all of these silly, like uh, little, you know, demonstrations that uh, that everyone likes to perform to show you how the vote goes in. You can't see it when the vote goes in. It's when the vote data is being transferred off of the back end is when the votes are switched. Um, they're either multiplied or, um, div or or divided. And here's the deal. How do I know that? It's because all of the information on the data systems that we're using went to court. It went to court in California because it was previously called GEMS. G-E-M-S. It went to court. The stuff came out in court. The software was written so that on the back end, when the, when the data was transferred is the problem. Okay. Um, and I think there's more to the races than just who somebody's going to vote for Senate president or um, or or the um, uh, speaker. It comes to their voting records. Right. OK. Mike Lee has a good voting record. I want him to even do more because I know he's capable of more. But don't you dare vote for Evan. I mean, I, I would think you wouldn't have an IQ if you voted for Evan at this point. Um, vote for Mike Lee. We got to keep him in, but I want him to do more, 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 more. And, uh, and also, um, on the races, I mean, we'll give all these people a chance. Those ones uh, running in all the categories, you know, uh, hold their feet to the fire. We've never done that successfully. We've tried on this show last five or six years to do that, but please, we need to do that. We're not doing it enough that we get in and then that's what I'm afraid with the red wave. I'll be happy to see that. That's nice, except for the fact that there's a lot of neocons in those mixes uh, of candidates. And the fact is, is are they going to do anything? And I hope the people don't go complacent. Here's another thing I wanted to bring up, too. 
Why are the cities and, and counties silent on all of the oil and, and possible diesel shortage? Why? And I brought this up on Alex Jones. Why are the cities not uh, using our tax dollars for something that can actually help us in stockpiling diesel? Cities can do that. Why aren't the cities doing that? The governors are silent when it can, you know, we, ours is bought and sold our governor, little bald Gavin Newsom. So we know what he's going to do. He's never going to go to the feds and go, Utah's on our own. I want to be on our own with oil and gas. It's never going to happen. But cities and counties can, they can have a backbone and they can stand up and they can say, we're going to start putting things in reserves. We're going to start making sure our people that live here have adequate supplies of everything. If you're going to blow a budget, Michelle Randall, of $500 million, why don't you make that count for us? Why don't you start putting the money in somewhere where we can actually benefit from that? Because if shortages are coming, then this is a great opportunity and window for the cities and counties to actually show you who they are, right? Let's hope it's in a good way and start stockpiling things for your communities. That'd be the best thing you could do right now. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Anyway, uh, those are the days. Wow. You know, I always wonder, what are the good old, good old days? You know? What are, what are those days? I mean, I look back on the 70s and I think of my childhood. And to, mo- to me, those were the good old days. But for many in the 70s, we were going through all kinds of crises, <laughs> all kinds of things. I guess it's all in perspective, isn't it? Um, so what are they? What are the good old days? So before I uh, go there, I just want to say, um, look, uh, Dixie Chiropractic's doing a great job at handling anything. If you're in a car accident, that's the people to go to, Dixie Cairo. Um, and I love their name, too, Dixie. Uh, 673-1443, they're fantastic. Car accidents, herniated discs, neuropathy, PRP, ozone treatments, those are fantastic, by the way. If you haven't done that, go ask about that. Plasma treatments. Um, that PRP is really, really good too. Um, check it out because they, they know all the newest technology and Ward Wagner's fantastic. Also, um, look, uh, the invasion book, um, Ben McClintock's been on from, uh, of course his website now, uh, his website is uh, tree of life society, uh, not tree of life, tree of liberty society.com. I always do that. I always do that. I'm so sorry, Ben <laughs> tree of liberty society.com. And then also invasion book invasion book. That's a fantastic book, invasionbook.com. Um, he wrote that book to wake us up to what's going on in our cities and counties. So make sure that, uh, you get that book invasion book. Um, it's fantastic. It's how the conspiracy has really evolved into our cities and counties and, and gone after our cities and counties and what we can do to help it. Most importantly, um, also, uh, Southwest vision. Thank you for my glasses and thank you just, just for being really, really good people. I really appreciate you guys. Southwest vision is really the tops when it comes to eye care because um, they take their time. 
they take their time with people and they form these relationships and they're just awesome with people. I can't even, I can't express that enough. And their equipment's fantastic and their glasses are wonderful and wonderful customer service. They're just great. Southwest Vision's the only place to go. Um, all right, let me, let me take some calls. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. I'm trying see, I'm trying to get there. Um, Look, I, I hope uh, cities could, <laughs> counties could stockpile a little diesel. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, there should be some things we can do in in preparation if we really do get a manufactured shortage. And it will be manufactured. It'll be real to us. It'll just be manufactured on the end of excuses. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hello, Kate. Hey yeah, I think you're a little off on your narrative about the shortage. It's actually not what you think it's going to be. Mm. What is happening is there is going to be a drop in demand. Mm. What's going to happen with diesel fuel is the same thing you see happening with barbecues at the Home Depot. Mm-hmm. There's too much of it, and they're lowering the stockpiles in reserve. Because what, what right. that number is, is not how much, it's how much we have in reserve, mm-hmm. 25 days of this. If it all shut down today, we could run for 25 days. Right. What's going to happen, and I see it. I'm an over-the-road truck driver right now. We see that stuff is not moving like it's supposed to. Right. We, I work for a major carrier. We mm-hmm. are now taking trailers off of lots that are empty that we store there normally for them to load up so that we can come pick them up and drop off another empty. Mm-hmm. They want us to get all of our empties out of there because they need that space to park the uh, containers that are coming off the ships that they don't have room for in the warehouse. Okay. The problem is the lack of demand. And mm-hmm. when you have a lack of demand for this diesel, the refinery's still going to keep running. It's got to have somewhere to put it all. Mm-hmm. Another thing with storing diesel, storing diesel is not like storing, well, even gasoline. You can only store it for so long, and it goes bad. Diesel goes bad in the sense that algae will actually grow in it. Mm-hmm. So you you can't store these things like you think you can. Mm-hmm. So okay. mm-hmm. the big problem coming is mm-hmm. that the credit market is going to lock up. Right. And it's going to destroy people's ability to purchase mm-hmm. like they do now. And we will be at essentials only. So we're not going to need barbecues and refrigerators and swing sets and kids' toys and, you know, play uh, Mm -hmm. baseball bats and gloves. All these things you see, those aren't, it's going to be about toilet paper and diapers Mm -hmm. and canned goods and food. And we have all the ability to move that and we have all the access and supply to it. But what do you do with all the other stuff that isn't moving? Hmm. Interesting. And, who, and what about the mm-hmm. people, the trucks that are hauling all that stuff that's now not moving? Mm-hmm. When all that isn't moving, all that diesel that those trucks would burn would have to be stored somewhere to keep all the cars still going. Right, right. Because when you just when mm-hmm. you distill uh-huh. oil, the number one thing that comes out of it is diesel. Right. Right. And there's some truckers out there that are saying the opposite, too. And there's some truckers out there saying, look, for the last 10 years um, that they're they're actually talking about the, the, the lack of supply. And so they're talking about the opposite of what you're saying. But they're talking about lack of supply. But they're saying, look, for 10 years, it, we always have a 33 day on average supply, you know. And so they're saying this is nothing different. We've seen articles for years. This is nothing different. We do have a driver shortage. But they were talking talking actually about the supply, that, about the actual supply. That's, an, that's another fallacy. Mm-hmm. There is no driver shortage. Mm. There is a shortage of drivers who will drive for cheap. 
Ah. But there's not a driver shortage. Okay. All right. I'm so glad. Yeah, you plenty of drivers it. out there. They just, mm-hmm. a lot of guys go, it's not worth, the work doesn't pay enough for what it is. It's right. a lifestyle. You can't. You can't have a family and a wife and all that driving an over-the-road truck. Yeah, you live hard. in that truck. Very hard to and do. And there's no other thing you do. So right. those guys go, it's not worth $60,000 a year to not have a life outside of that truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the problem, is the nature of the work doesn't justify to some people the wage that you make. Mm. So that's why they churn through drivers like crazy, because guys come into the industry thinking, mm-hmm. oh, and then they find out what it really is, and they walk away, and they can't sure. do it. Okay. Well, I thank so, you. For but your the, call. the big thing is, is mm-hmm. we are going through a problem of people not buying. Look at it at Home Depot. Look at it at Costco. Mm-hmm. There's so much, not the food, not the things that you think of as needed. It's the things I want, the bicycles, the refrigerators, right, right, right. the basketball hoops. Mm-hmm. Way, yeah. That's the issue. Okay. Thanks for the call. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, great call. And so, yeah, I mean, there's multiple points of view, I guess, on this. But um, look, <laughs> I, I think we are definitely facing food shortages coming. It just on the on the Alex Jones show, I brought up the fact and this is kind of dovetailing off of uh, having Patrick Wood on yesterday um, from technocracy.news and just talking about the fact that you know, there, all of this is so very, it's just so obvious. There's so many obvious things moving us to the neocon right, right? Moving us, it's swaying us in, in directions. And, uh, and I do find that kind of compelling because this has happened before, but it's, it's so obvious. I mean, there's so many obvious things that are happening before the election that they could have waited to talk about even after, but no, it's before. So I'm always looking at that. Um, and then, um, uh, and then as far as shortages go, it's like Patrick said, you know, the shortages will definitely have shortages because this is the direction they want to go in and to uh, further inflate and, and further uh, have, have further problems for us uh, coming. So I do hope you're prepared. Go to preparewithkate.com and get some food storage. Just have it under your, under. you can always eat it. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's always viable. So just make sure you've got it because it lasts 25, 30 years. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, good afternoon. Sure. I have some information that some of your listeners may benefit uh-huh. from sure. and want to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Uh, the John Birch Society's new America magazine is now printing uh, scorecards on uh, state representatives, mm. both senators and House representatives or okay. assemblymen or whatever they're called in your sure. state. And they, I assume it's 10 votes. Uh, they just started this up, and mm-hmm. they have uh, Utah already up and going. And uh, I was looking at my own uh, House representative. Walter Brooks, and he's one of maybe I think maybe only two that got a mm-hmm. perfect score. Good. So uh, that's good, good news. There, good a lot news. of Republicans, forty to sixty percent, a few mm-hmm. eighty percent, you know, voting against freedom and liberty. Uh, you know, uh, in the state, Democrats were a lot of them were zero. Yeah, uh, here in the state, the, the problem but, that people do is they go to places like Heritage and stuff for the scores, and they don't give accurate scores. But the New American does, so the Freedom yes. Index score is accurate. <laughs> That's why yeah, I like it. A lot it. of people yeah. don't know Heritage yeah. was taken over um, by the establishment. It was yeah. about 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Mr. Conservative, as the establishment called him. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 
Buckley, William Buckley mm-hmm. got, brought, came in and they uh, got control of them. Their constitution class has some very uh, uh, weak right. weaknesses in it uh, that are uh, establishment mm-hmm. uh, lines about the constitution. I do not recommend taking it. But anyway, and also uh, I'm lo- looking at Chris Stewart's. I, I said this once or twice on your show. Mm-hmm. When the Republicans get control of the uh, Congress and the same thing in the Senate mm-hmm. where they can actually do some good. Right. Uh, right across the board, we, I saw this session after session in the 90s and, uh, and 20 years ago, too. They are, their scores dropped about 20% on the average. In other words, they're there to ensure that uh, freedom isn't retained. or. Uh, so retained. when they could do something, they absolutely didn't. In fact, their score went even lower when we had the power. So when they right. say America's broken and I'm going to fix it, it's hogwash. They weren't going to ever well, do anything. Yeah, what they're telling you is that Republic, there really are two Democrat parties is what there are. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two socialist parties. Right, right. And, we, and once you start realizing that, maybe we can start changing the things around. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at Chris Stewart. Sure enough, the uh, first two years when uh, mm-hmm. the Trump administration, they controlled the Congress. He had one of his lowest scoring yeah. um, years there, 50, 55%. 45%. He was destroying the Constitution. Freedom, our freedom, you know, the Constitution yeah. is the Pathetic. mechanism to protect our freedoms. And people need to know that. I still remember the town hall meeting I went to with him and I was exposing his, uh, trying to expose his unconstitutional record. He cut me off so quick. And no, there was I bet nothing, he did. Nothing that whole town hall meeting that made him more angry than people know that he's actually t- destroying liberty in our country and calling himself a constitutionalist. Oh, but the, the the other thing I wanted to say, Mike Lee, uh, Mike Lee averaged 93% mm-hmm. pro-constitution, mm-hmm. but even at that, he had some horrible records. And uh, you go go back to all the records, and he only had 90% that one year, uh, one term mm-hmm. when uh, the Republicans controlled the House and the Senate. But, I mean, he voted for some real uh, neocon stuff, mm-hmm. including uh, support for uh, continuation of Americans' involvement in, in, mm-hmm. uh, in NATO. Right. You know, NATO is uh, a treasonous uh, act, act. It's transferring U.S. military authority to a regional government. Right. And they have that Article 5 where when NATO says America has to go to war, you have to go there. That's all in violation of the mm-hmm. Constitution. Yeah. And, you know, so he's, he's no uh, parents. Of course, if you well, do that's the why I'm hard game, on him. he looks good. That's why I'm but hard we, on him, because we need to be hard on him, too, because I know he knows better. So we need to make sure, you know, feet to the fire attitude, because I know he knows better. If he knows better, why, he needs to even do better than that. And so, yeah, of course, let me, let me one, between one him and Evan. You know, Jeff Jefferson said there's two ways the American mm-hmm. public can control any other and educate uh, the, the government. One is through the jury process, and the other one is through the vote. Mm-hmm. He didn't say light the fire of, under their feet. Mm-hmm. He said vote. I've had, I, there was mm-hmm. one candidate, or incumbent in California, she was actually open, said, yeah. I do not care about how much you pressure me or wow. you petition I've got to go to a break. Uh, but... As long as you keep voting for me. Yeah. And that's. Yeah. I know. It's in the vote. Yeah. And it's also confronting them with their records because people usually don't look up the records. That's what I mean when I say feet to the fire. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Love, it needs truth. 
love will happen because truth is there. We need truth. We need truth. We're sorely lacking in truth. And uh, that could actually solve many of our problems uh, that we have right now, if we could have some truth. So I welcome you back, Kate Daly Show. I've got Melissa coming up where we'll be talking a little bit about uh, Twitter, free speech, all those things. Uh, Elon and uh, Elon in his little devil outfit. <laughs> Gosh, wearing an upside down cross for Halloween special. Anyway, and uh, Susan after that. So full show today. Tomorrow I have um, Admiral uh, Palmer on. He'll be talking to us and Chris Ann Hall. So more guests tomorrow. And then also, um, I just wanted to mention Beehive Rental. Look, if you need anything with equipment, Beehive Rental is the place to go. Uh, they've just they've got so many things. I don't even think people realize what they have. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I really don't. I don't think people realize. Um, but they've got everything from mixers and pressure washers to trailers to water equipment, uh, heaters and fans. I mean, you name it, all kinds of general tools, air compressors, all kinds of things. Make sure and go to them. Beehive Rentals, fantastic. Highly recommend them. And, uh, and then, of course, um, I wanted to make sure you go to North Star. North Star Insurance is really fantastic, and they're going to give you a free quote. I would go to them and talk to them. They're very up on whatever ha is happening in this country, too. And, and they realize, you know, that you need to save some money right now, but you also need to be insured. So go to them. Also, medical plans, all those things are opening up now. And so those are the those are the people to talk to. So Jen or Dave over at North Star Insurance on Tabernacle, 705-4670. 705-4670. I know I'm putting you in good hands because uh, I've really enjoyed working with them. And they have just always been great to me. I know I'm putting you in good hands. North Star Insurance, fantastic outfit. And so uh, I'll take your calls, 888-673-1450. Now, I'm, gonna, I'm hard on Mike Lee because I know he knows better, but I'm also, my conscience dictates voting for him, and I will vote for him, and I encourage other people to vote for Mike Lee because of the fact that um, he's up against Evan McMullen, and they're trying desperately to convince us that it's a tight race, and they're doing that so that they can push through some voter fraud to get them in. And if everybody's aware of that and they start posting that on social media, the more people are aware, the less chance they'll do that. But they just did it in Brazil. They tried to make it look like the races were tight so that they could get in the opposition, this, this other party, this, this person that they, they knew would drive the train faster and harder uh, for Brazil into leftism. And they put that person in. And that because they kept saying the races were tight, it, it, this race is not tight, but they're telling you it is. So what they're trying to do is preface you for fraud. Okay? So we have to fight against that. And uh, so cast a vote for Mike Lee. Tell people on social media you just voted for Mike Lee. I want the whole state of Utah to be talking about this on social media because the more you publicize, the more you expose and you put it out there, how in the world can get, can they get away with voter fraud of having McMuffin in, right? But can you imagine McMuffin and Romney? Are they trying to curse our state? I mean, can you imagine what this will look like uh, together with Spencer Cox? All licking Biden's boots, all licking the leftist progressive uh, globalist agenda? and doing it faster and harder in Utah. Can you just wrap your brain around that? And they will use fraud if they have to, but, th but they have to do, they, they can only do it so much as people will believe it. Okay? 
You've got to you've got to kick this in, you guys. We've got to make sure everyone on social media is very aware of the votes being cast and the numerous votes being cast, okay? Because it's really, really important right now. Um, we just, you know, there's just, there's so many people out there. It's not understanding. Like, like Robert Kennedy, I really like Robert Kennedy Jr. for what he's done within the vaccine world. Politically, we're not aligned at all. But but as far as what has gone on, he's he's right, right? And he brings up so many fantastic points. But even today, he was like, so, so with everything going on with Facebook, it makes it look like, you know, it's not a private company. Duh, it's not a private company. It was called LifeLog. <laughs> the CIA put it out and they couldn't sell it. So they put Mark Zuckerberg as the face of it and made it look like some college student came up with it as an underdog. So we'd all get behind it. Oh, good heavens. Come on. We got to stop asking, you know, really dumb questions because, of course, these, these things, Google and um, eBay and YouTube, all of these were all Incutel money. They're all CIA money. So, um, yeah, you, you know who's at the helm, right? <laughs> this is why the White House declared that they were going to look at Facebook posts because they can, they own it. They own it, you guys. This, anyway, um, we, just, we just need to get a little bit more aware of, of these things. Um, and with these elections... Um, We're not going to be saved through them. That's my number one message. They're not going to save us. And I hope they don't put us into complacency. But um, now would be a good time to see what exactly they're going to do when the pressure's on. Because when we say hold feet to the fire, what I'm personally talking about is going to a town hall and bringing up the questions like Mark just talked about, bringing up the good questions, saying, I'm, I've got your voter record in front of me, and this is what you did, and then flooding their office with letters and flooding their office with emails when they make a wrong move, right? Because um, then they know people are watching. Right now, they know people aren't watching. Um, so they can get away with a lot. And sadly, our county commissioners have shown you who they are. They've shown you. I can't cast a vote for the county commissioners. They're neocons. I, they, they'll, they'll do whatever they're asked of by the state. They're not going to stand up for you. They're not going to do anything. In fact, they'll give away more land. They'll have more excuses for it. And they'll turn their face at voter fraud and say it didn't happen. They haven't, they haven't offered up one single remedy for what we just saw in the district 72 case nothing auditor susan lewis very silent very silent and you want to hire her are you kidding you're going to hire susan lewis who just said no fraud (laughs) when they did the uh, sampling and willie billings was at 60 (sighs) percent you guys and it isn't about candidates it's about the fraud it's about the turnouts that aren't happening that they say are happening we don't have 50% turnouts ever in history, so there's no way it could happen right now. And for the argument of, yeah, but people are way more concerned. No, they no. you'll always have a level of the majority not being very concerned at all. Not until they're locked in a cell will they ever be concerned about their own liberty. You could actually, you could actually um, handcuff their hands together behind their back, and they will thank you for it. 
<laughs> so, oh, thank you, because my hands were bothering my face. And so, wow, it makes it so much easier when they're handcuffed behind my back. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. There'll always be a majority of society that acts like that, okay? It, they, they're not going to be the, the, the canary in the coal mine. They won't be the Paul Revere. They won't be the person that sees what's coming. They won't be the person that exposes it. The heavy lifting is done by the small majority, and voting is done by the smaller majority. So to even get over 25% would be almost impossible, but it could happen. But you could never get 50%. But isn't it funny how our own Republican Party here, our auditor, our, the attorneys, Eric Clark, uh, the um, county commissioners, all of them are turning this blind eye. So that's why we say write in Patricia Kent. Write her in. If they want to perform more fraud on their end, fine. But you cast a vote for Patricia Kent because you're doing what you can do in that auditor position to get somebody in that'll actually do something about the fraud. These guys won't. Victor Gill and Adam have all consigned themselves to not much to see here, folks, and you guys are all crazy, and you're lucky we gave you two minutes to speak. That's their official narrative over at the county commission office. We're the kings and emperors and you're lucky to even be in our presence. So you better be nice to us and kiss our feet. So that's basically what's happening over there. And it sucks and it's terrible and I hate it. So there's that. Look, we, we just have a lot of work to do. And the work is challenging cognitive dissonance, our own, not putting faith in one single or singular hero that's going to fix it. Um, praying to God that, that he will help. Um, and then also being very aware of their, of their careers in politics. And when somebody has a career in politics, it's really easy to see what they're all about. Go look at their, their career. Chris Stewart, 55% constitutional rating. He's throwing you under the bus and knifing you in the back 50% of the time. <laughs> do you, do I care about that? Do you care about that? I care about that. I don't like it. And that's why I speak out. What's funny is, is there'll be some people out there that'll go, she's mean, mean to Chris Stewart. Am I? Or am I just calling it out? You're exposing something. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm done with the excuses. It's been a decade. We've had him in. You're not better for it. You haven't gained anything for it. Um, he's not standing up against anybody. He's basically voting the way he's told. So why would you keep him around any longer? I mean, he's had a decade. He already gets paid for life. He gets a, he gets a paycheck for life, over $200,000 for life every year for staying in for 10 years. And uh, we had opportunities to put somebody else in. And you haven't done it, but now he's been in 10 years. Get him out. Get him out. He's not doing what he said he would do. And uh, certainly not fixing anything. <laughs> certainly not, you know, doing anything. Um, so um, when I say doing something for a long time, I've always said, you know, get into office and do nothing. Because really what you're there to do is to hopefully not let anyone else trash us further into the ground. But... You can repeal things that have been done to us, so do that. And Spencer Cox is getting real cozy in that house up there and thinks that he's going to win every election from here on out. Because typically, we never say no to these people, and we keep them in.
I would hope by now we're going to get Romney out. I would hope by now you've seen enough of Cox and his pronouns that you would get him out, right? He's constant sellout, constantly selling you out. So I would hope that we would get him out. But I thought when COVID hit, um, when the whole blovid lie came up, that, that we would finally see, we finally got to see the people for who they were. And I thought for sure that people would be like, done, done with this. And they would, they would stop keeping these people in politics, right? It's like Evan Vickers. Evan Vickers has not been a good state senator at all. And um, he mocks you constantly, wears crown of letters on his head, mocking you. Vickers needs to go. Vickers needs to go. And I'm still stunned that Patrick didn't get that, Patrick Larson, because I know so many were finally done with Vickers after the whole mocking thing. And that, that was just really strange that Patrick didn't end up being the, uh, the primary candidate. But um, these people are in politics way too long. And when they stay too long, there's the compromises and they get real comfortable because they know the party is going to back them up. And we have to be able to see through that. So when I say hold feet to the fire, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about exposing them and saying the hard things that people don't like to hear and <laughs> saying, I'm sorry, they're lying to you. They're putting on the boots. It's like Victor Iverson puts on a pair of boots and goes in with a cowboy hat and thinks that you're all going to think he has the same values as you. But my value is look at fraud, expose fraud. His value is not to look at fraud. So we don't have the same values, cowboy hat or no cowboy hat. And I'm tired of them placating to us and thinking that they can just use us emotionally like that and say the things we want to hear. Give us a nice Air Force story, Chris Stewart, and all will be well. That's what he thinks he can do. He thinks he can have a little town hall and keep the people he doesn't want from speaking out, speaking out. And then he wants to gear it toward, I was in the Air Force, so you can trust me. He's voted for every NSA spying bill. That compromises your liberty. And uh, trashes your liberty. So I don't know how you can cast a vote that way. Vote for Cassie Easley. She's in the Constitution Party. She'd be great. We just have to do better in this arena. We have to be more responsible in challenging our own cognitive dissonance and being a lot more awake than we've been and push other shows to talk out things and talk about things. And thank goodness for Michelle Tanner that she's been willing to talk about things and out things and expose things. I give her a lot of credit. Sitting on a city council is the only person that you can count on that will expose things. And I'm glad Adam Lenhart's gone. He didn't need to be here. And what he was doing to us was not good. And I'm glad he's out. And I'm glad he was exposed. Um, and we need to do a lot more. We need to get rid of these mayors. We need to get rid of these city councils for the most part and get rid of them. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. And the county commissioners, get rid of them. They've already proven they're not going to do what you need them to do. So, all right. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show with Melissa. Melissa. 